What's good? What's good? Y'all now tuned in to another episode of This or That Podcast. I'm your host, Alexander the Great. Uh, today I have another special guest. Uh, we got a, a business coach on today. Uh, her, her name is, uh, well, I'm actually going to let, let her introduce herself, uh, if you could. Hello, everyone. I am Tamara Bell. I am a business coach and brand strategist, um, and I'm the founder and owner of Increase Global Enterprises, where we bring visions to reality through graphic design, brand strategy and development, business strategy and development, coaching and client representation. And thank you for having me on your show. Nice, nice. Now, thank you so much for coming on. I appreciate you for giving me your time. Uh, so, yeah, I'm a big businessman myself. I don't know what happened. I got a little feedback now. Hello. Can you still hear me? Okay. Yeah, I can hear you now. No feedback. We're good. We're good. So, uh, yeah. So you say you're a business coach. How long have you been doing that? Um, so I've been a business coach for about four or five years now. Okay. And what made you endeavor into being a business coach? Well, I tend to tell my story. So growing up, my dad owned um, seven businesses. He owned dollar stores, trucking companies, cell phone companies, clubs, sound and production company. So when I turned 15, I started to do his payroll and okay. he trained me to train and manage at a very young age. So I've been an entrepreneur probably all my adulthood life. I've only worked for someone nine months of my adulthood life. Other than that, I worked for myself. And after giving advice to people, people would say, you need to be a coach because whatever advice I gave, it worked. And so after a certain number of people kept saying that, I was like, okay, let me be a coach. I mean, yeah, if, if people are telling you that, then you definitely probably need to go ahead and try to take a look into that. All right. So uh, with your entrepreneurship, like um, with your journey within the last four or five years, what are some obstacles that you've had to overcome? I would say more so of when it comes to obstacles, because obstacles are going to come, it would be um, staying focused staying focused because a lot of times we hear now a lot of people are serial entrepreneurs they do this they do this they do this they do this but if you really want to build a foundation where you're starting a business for your children the whole concept is staying focused so even though i'm really gifted i'm gifted in a lot of areas um i had to look at the necessity so um, branding is a necessity Mm -hmm. And so that's my focus point. Even though I have other things that I want to do, my focus is building that. And then another thing is all of it's a risk at right. the end of the day. So every level is uncomfortable. So I used to work from my house. Then I went into a store. Then I went into a bigger store and I'm looking to go into a bigger store. So, Okay, nice, nice. So you say you originally started from your house and then you start getting some brick and mortar places and things like that? Yes. Mm -hmm. Okay. And did you start em employing people or is it just you and your father still, or how, how's that business going? No. Okay. So me and my father are not in business together. We're not in business mm -hmm. together. Um, so I started employing people probably about two years ago when okay. I really started to expand my vision and my business. Now, a lot of entrepreneurs don't do the business plan. I believe in the business plan. So for me, year seven in the business plan was the year that I was to go into a storefront. Now, that's a journey there, right? And then mm -hmm. also for the struggling part, my husband and I, we're both entrepreneurs. So I'm not okay. married to somebody that work a job. We've okay. Since we've known each other, it's just entrepreneurship, entrepreneurship. So faith, you got to hold on to faith, right? Um, and right. so through that, the hiring people is, yeah, it's probably the hardest piece. Finding is people it? that work 
the same as me. So, yeah. Right, right. I mean, you probably go through, you know, 20 candidates and you find one good one maybe, huh? It's tough. It's tough because yeah. everybody's different. Like, I think um, the generation that's maybe early 20s, they're not mm -hmm. good with communication. So, okay. you know, but they're good with tech. But right. their communication is, they're like, oh, I thought you knew already, right? So right. I think every generation, depending on who you hire and bring into your team, it's important to do research to know how they communicate because every generation communicates differently. Gotcha, gotcha. That definitely does make sense because communication is key to any relationship, whether it's business, <laughs> personal, <laughs> you know. So, yeah, definitely. So uh, with, with, with that being said, uh, how do you balance your personal life and your entrepreneurial life since you kind of like make your, you, you know, show time, your business and your family. How do you balance the two? I'm actually glad that you asked that because I'm, I'm one of those people. I'm not an excuse maker. My mother kind of um, raised me a little different where even if I wanted to quit, I couldn't quit. That wasn't okay. a part of it. So I have a son who the doctors are trying to diagnose as autistic. And uh -huh. I just, I don't agree with that. So it's like, no, we're going to beat it. And I remember when um, I went into one of the stores and we, I was trying to get him in daycare. He had not been in daycare, right? So mm -hmm. he finally got in a daycare, but it's in another city. So it's like 30 minutes away. Right. And then we got a call from the people, the doctors got together. Now okay. this is happening while I'm going into this new store, right? Wow. And... They're saying, okay, he can start school here, but that's going to be in the afternoon. So are you taking him out of the daycare because it's a different city? And I said, no. I said, he'll be at both. So I would get up. I would have him at the first, uh, at the daycare that early in the morning by nine, right? Mm -hmm. I would come mm -hmm. to work. At 1130, I would leave, get back on the road to go get him, take him to the other school, come back to work, leave at about 330 to go get my other son then mm. to go get him. And I did that mm. every single day. So the doctors had told me, you know, he wasn't going to be able to talk. He wasn't going to be able to socialize. He now talks. Socializing is not his issue. I, my thing was, I can you. put in the work. If I'm going to go hard for people, I'm going to go hard for mine, you know? Yours, so, yeah. Um, the balance part is I'm a planner. Um, I tell people I'm not one of those people that work till four in the morning. I, okay. We close at 6. The latest I'm going to work right. is 7.30, right? And then I'm right. going to go home. So okay. I think it's a decision that you have to make because with my dad being an entrepreneur, I believe that he chose entrepreneurship first. So, right. you know, he was out there getting the job done, all of this, but he may have missed the games. He may have did, you know, mm -hmm. missed a lot of things. And that's something right. that I said that I would never do. I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to put that on the back burner when my children, they're important. So, right, yeah. right. No, definitely, because that they need that time. And with with your father's era, I'm pretty sure it was a much lot different time than what we living in now with all of this technology. So, you know, yeah. there was a lot of times where he had to show up or he wasn't gonna be able to bring home the bread. So uh hey, shout out to your pops being a hard working man. It sounded like he he was out there doing his thing. Um yeah, for real. <laughs> so <laughs> so I take it that this is something you love doing, like that you have a passion about. Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, I, I love it. I believe that you should do what you love as long as it's a necessity, right? Okay. So I did this that. for me first. Mm -hmm. I did this for me first for years before I turned it into a business. Okay. So it was like, you know, you're chasing a dream. You're like, okay, I got to do the back end work too. And not realizing that I'm mastering something to produce something else. 
Right. So that that's pretty much what I did. Um, because I started my business in 2015, but the first time I started a business, I was 19 years old. Okay, okay, okay. Look at you. Do your thing. Do your thing. So you say you started in 2015. Well, we're in 2024 now. Yeah. Um, during the COVID, did it affect your business? It is uh financially, is was it any kind of substantial thing that you had to change, or how did you manage during that time? No, I did not. Okay, so I didn't go full time in my business until last year. Right. Okay. okay. Uh, yeah. I didn't go full time, but I made a living in my business without ever going full time. Now I, my husband, and I, we own a funeral home. So during COVID mm. that was very drag. It was a very, um, some people didn't take it serious, but when you're married to somebody that embalmed bodies, there would be times he got like 16 calls a week. Right. Wow. Yeah. So we were lot. dealing with that. And then there were times yeah. where he couldn't come home because he didn't know if it was still on him. Right. Mm, mm, so it was, that was a really intense journey for real. Wow. Wow. That's crazy. So you, you say y'all own a funeral home. Yes. He owned Golden Gates Burial and Cremation Services. So, yeah. Okay. Uh, we don't, I mean, I guess we advertise it, but we definitely, you know, when it's the time, <laughs> the right time, you know, in the black community, man, we, we utilize those a lot more than we'd like to, but how is that a business? Uh, do you help participate in helping him with that sometimes? Or you kind of leave that to him? <laughs> I see shaking your head. Oh, I do like, some, we do some of the graphic work, um, but that's about it. Now on our journey, um, we were friends first. So during the process of being friends before we got married, he, he's always wanted to do a funeral home, but, he, and I would try to give my input and he was, he was like, you don't know what you're talking about. Cause you're not in the industry. And I would right. tell him business is a system. It doesn't matter the industry. So after the, right. after time number two, when he got to number three, he included me and it was very smooth. I mean, it was so okay. smooth. So okay. yeah. Um, but he loves it. I mean, but it's the families for me. Um, he, the way he consults the families and he's there for them. He's very passionate about what he do. So yeah. Right. You have to be in that field, man. I mean, that takes on a lot. I mean, I don't know if I can deal with that. So shout out to him for even being that guy, you know, yeah. doing that. Oh, yeah. So uh, what what are some new things you got going on uh, just currently in the year 2024? What's some new things you got coming up? Um, well, I'm definitely getting out of the box because I'm used to working behind the scenes. I always tell people I didn't hear a client's voice until last year. Before then, they would just send me messages and I would get the job done for them. So okay. um, since last year, I'm actually speaking to people. I tend to work behind the scenes. So now it's like I'm coming in the forefront. I plan to do several podcasts. Um, but also here in my city, I'm starting my talk show that's actually going to be live for the community. So the community okay. will actually be able to come into the building, sit amongst it. And then I'm going to have a lot of my clients a part of that talk show as well. Nice. And then my um, also my goal is to brand and coach as many people as I can to their six figures. Nice, nice to so that six figures. That's the goal. That's what that's what I love to hear that there. Uh financial stability, you know. <laughs> Get everybody stable. I mean, we all need that, man. And that's and that's real real big, man, to uh even try to put yourself in a position to try to help people because you know it's hard to get people to listen a lot. Like and with that being said, with your clients, do you have some people that like kind of don't believe in what you got going on? Like I'm pretty sure what's your turn uh, your turnover, I should say. Like, do you have a lot of people back out once they first start or No, I don't. Um, one of the Good. reasons why is it's more so of the wisdom that I have. My mother has over 34 years of experience in sales. There's nothing that she has told me that don't work. So right. she's one of our sales coaches. And then the way my dad helps me set up everything. So I'm, I'm blessed to have that. I really am. Right. I'm blessed to have that. Um, so no, and we work with people. 
Like we're business. Mm -hmm. So I'm not trying to be one of those coaches that, oh, I'm trying to take your money. Our objective is for you to make your money back that you invested with us and then make more right. back. So that okay. that's okay. one of our objectives. Okay. And like you said, a business is kind of a system. So you kind of help people with any kind of industry that they in. Yeah. So we, we help companies in the medical field, coaches, um, it don't matter. You can have a mechanic company, right? Okay. We can help you. Like, cause th that's the thing about the system of business is mm -hmm. it doesn't change. But I think in our culture, a lot of times we try to change stuff and we try to say, well, I'm not going to do what everybody else is doing. And right. you're missing the point of the fact that if you stick to the system, you have a better chance of actually becoming successful. Like you really can make six figures in less than 365 days. It's how you execute your business. And the thing is, your business doesn't have to necessarily be intact 100% because you're right. always growing. But it's okay. how you represent and how you present and how you execute. A lot of people, their biggest problem is consistency. They just, yeah. they're not consistent. If they were I just, if they just could be consistent and also understand their value. Because if you don't know your value, right, it, yeah. it changes everything. Like, how valuable are you? So I have clients that pay me from, I mean, we got, we got departments. So we got departments mm -hmm. that's just graphics. You might just pay $50 for a flyer, but then it goes up. We got several different um departments in the branding where you might pay as low as five grand. You could pay as much as 30 grand, right? Okay. But our mm -hmm. objective is serving everybody, including the biggest consumer, which is what? The government. All right. So, okay. so okay. it goes up, but you have to know your value. I think that's the biggest thing. If I can get my clients to understand their value, then they walk different, they talk different, they present different, they'll make more money. Okay. Okay. Nice. Nice. And is this like a, uh, is it a certain like time frame that you work with your people as coaches? Like, do you have a, like a certain like set time and things like that? How do you kind of yeah, so it de it depends on the client, of course, but we have different programs. So we do we do the masterminds, the master classes, the boot camps, all those different things. So some people might come in, they might come in just for a day, take eight hours of our time, and we and then they leave, right? Okay. Some people the longest is probably about nine months, and that one usually is to get you ready for six figures or get you to six figures. Oh, okay. Okay. So the longer you basically work with somebody, the quicker, I mean, the more we can get some results happening for you is right. what I kind of take that for. Right. Mm -hmm. Okay. Okay. And when you do like these, uh, when you get your clients and things like that, do you do like Zoom means? Is it in person? Like how do people connect with you on that? Like, so I love the virtual world, right? I love uh -huh. <laughs> so we have some people that come in the store and then we have others that um, are on Zoom because we service anybody around the globe. Right. Right. So if, if you got a business, we can serve you. Um, and so we use Zoom for a lot of them. I, I know that some people, they're willing to come, though. Like I have a mm. client in California. She's preparing to come here because I'm in Georgia. So she's preparing to come here because she's like, okay. I want to meet you. You're my coach, but I finally want to meet you. So, yeah. Nice, nice. And it's building good relationships, too, I figure, as well, man. That's what the biggest thing is, I think, in business. Yeah, uh, for sure. Wrong. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. building those good relationships. Uh, so uh, as an entrepreneur, I know it gets tough sometimes on people, man. You know, depression is real. Everybody going through a lot of things. Has there ever been any times where you felt like, hey, this ain't where it's at, it's not working? Or have you just always said, I'm going to keep pushing because this is what I want to do? Um, For the most part, I've always said I'm going to keep pushing. And the reason why, I stand 6'3", so I'm real tall, right? Oh, and, okay, um, yeah. So, <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> so I played basketball 
I played right. in high school. I played on the collegiate level. But when I first started, I didn't know how to play, right? I didn't want right. to play, number one. I didn't want to play. Okay. Um, but because I'm tall, everybody was like, you need to play. I never thought about playing. So I didn't know how to play. So the first time I shot a basket was in the wrong basket, right? Um, so, yeah. So I always wanted to quit. And my mother was like, you're not going to quit. So there right. were a lot of laughs in my beginning stages. So people would always laugh at me, right? Because mm. you don't know what you're doing. And I didn't right. know what I was doing. But because I have, have a mother who was like, you're not going to quit, keep going, I, I continued to see the growth. So by the time I became a senior in high school, um, there were schools that wanted to recruit me, right? But yeah. I didn't plan to play college basketball because I was like, this ain't me, right? And the mm -hmm. um, I ended up playing for Fort Valley State University um, because the coach saw me and he was like, you need to play. And I was like, I'm not playing basketball, right? But okay. I went to the tryout and he won. So then I did that. And when I got on the collegiate level, we worked out five times a day, starting at five o'clock in the morning, ending at 1 a.m. in the morning. So nice. still having to go to class. And I'm like, mm. why are we doing all this? Why are we running the stadium? Why are we running the football right. player? Why are we doing this? This don't make sense. When are we going to put a basketball in our hand? So he focused so much on running, and it was so painful. I'm talking about the tears, mm -hmm. wanting to quit, but my mother, you're not going to quit, right? Mm -hmm. So I'm pressing mm -hmm. through all this pain, and I'm like, this don't make sense. You got to right. make it make sense. And he never would. He would never explain himself. So we're doing all of this. But then when it's time to play, that's the easy part. It was mm -hmm. nothing for us to become an undefeated championship Team. It was right. nothing for us to win because we put in all that work. So with that kind of experience, it's like when the hard times come, oh, we're going to keep going, though. We're going to keep going right. because at the end of the day, the only thing that's the result is a win. That's it. Right. So I feel right. like I was taught to win. That's what's up. It sounds like you was, I mean, with your mom uh, and your pop sounds like you got a great support system, man. Can you speak on how having a good support system also helps you kind of push and, and stay like uh, you know, afloat or, you know, on the course? For sure. And one of the things I, I always say is my parents were not married. Because I have to throw that in there, right? Because sometimes yeah. when you, you hear that, you're thinking, okay, two-parent home, all this. Right. I never wanted my parents to be married. As a matter of fact, I like four parents, okay? That was just me, right? Um, And I'm grateful because on one side, I saw my mom who's, you know, very humble, you know, live a basic life. On my dad's side, I ain't never seen him have less than five cars, right? So mm -hmm. I got to decide what I wanted. I wanted a little of my mom. I wanted a little of my dad. And then you got me. So because I was able to see that, it was able to help me. Now, my dad's a little different. Um, my dad, he lost both of his parents before he was 10. So he, you know, I had to realize that he had to learn how to be a father, right? Mm -hmm. But because of the wisdom that I have, I met my dad where he was. So I realized that my dad, if I wanted a conversation with him, I had to talk business. So that's what mm -hmm. I decided to do because yeah. I wanted that relationship. I think a lot of times you got to observe people and realize everything they do is coming from a place. There's a root. If you pay attention, if you observe, then you make a decision. How are you going to come? Like I have mm -hmm. other siblings. So my, you know, my siblings on my dad's side is like, no, he supposed to take the effort. No, not necessarily because you don't know his battle. You don't know what he deals with. And I, and I had enough wisdom to know that. So it was like, I'm going to meet you where you at. So I remember playing college basketball. I had a conversation with my brother because he played too. And he was like, dad always came to your games, but he didn't come to my games. And I said, did you ever tell him? 
And he said, that wasn't my responsibility. Well, you didn't want him at your games. I said, I told him every game. Mm-hmm. See, but I knew if I wanted him at that game, I had to tell him. Right. And sometimes we feel like, okay, we don't have to do that. But I believe that I'm a creator of the world that I live in. So no. I have to do whatever I need to do to create the world that I want. And so I was willing to do that. Hey, I love it. I love the way you think. That's real nice. I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, but as a kid, sometimes you might feel like, hey, it's not my responsibility. But like you said, hey, I want my daddy there. So I'm going to let him know. And he's not going to let me down. So. That's yeah. good, man. Shout out to your pop. Shout out to your pop. So where are you from? Where are you located? Like your uh your area stuff? Okay, so I'm from Albany. So I'm from Georgia. Georgia. Okay. So we're in mm-hmm. Georgia. We're in the middle Georgia area. So yeah. Nice, nice. Okay. So it's a lot of black folks down in Georgia, I heard. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of black folks. <laughs> yeah, I haven't been. I'm trying to get down there, man. I got a oh, bunch wow. of people down there. Yeah, I got some friends and stuff down there in Georgia, down in Atlanta area. Uh, I just want to do a quick segment break, man. Y'all now listening to this to that podcast, man. Shout out to Spotify Partnership, man. We got Miss Tamara on here, uh, Miss Bell, uh, business coach, uh, business extraordinaire, entrepreneur, whatever you want to call it, uh, out here giving that game. Did you have any like any tips that you could give out uh, besides them, you know, signing up, getting the course, just you know, for this or that podcast, just exclusively for us. <laughs> Anybody trying to like it start in, in an endeavor or business or, you know, start creating the LLC or, you know, any, anywhere you want to start a at? I would definitely say, um, write your vision down as, as tedious as the business plan is do your business plan. Cause if you fail to plan, then you plan to fail. So do that. So you can expand the vision even the more, but don't go into entrepreneurship thinking that it's easier than having a job. Cause it's not. Entrepreneurship is a tough journey. It's a journey. And so it's progression. You will receive what you are ready for. So you, if you go in saying, I'm going to be a millionaire, you got to be ready to make millions. If you're not ready to make millions, then you're not going to make millions. Also go in willing to learn, observe, and do not go in thinking that it's all wins because it's not. So you don't feel some kind of way or feel less than if you feel like giving up. That is the process of entrepreneurship. It's who that, if you can endure to the end, you're going to prosper. So I would definitely say that to you. And I would also say that have people in your circle that talk business. Don't be the smartest person in your circle. Get in a circle where you're like, what y'all talking about? Because that's what's going to advance you as an entrepreneur, but it's also going to advance you in life. So that's what I would say. That's some great, great advice. Great advice. I appreciate that. And that, that being the smartest person in the room is 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 great advice because you, if you're the smartest person in the room, then we're, how you gonna learn anything else? You know, you are gonna kind of be stagnant where you are. You know, uh, we got a few, we got a few minutes left, man. I like to get into the segue uh, session of this or that podcast. I go through an actual couple of quick questions. I'm gonna throw in a couple more extra for you, and I'm gonna take some out because I usually do it from where I'm at, uh, Kansas City, Missouri. So I do some barbecue places. I don't know if you ever been here. But if you haven't, come check us out. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So the first one I like to usually get into, and I ask everybody this first one, uh, which one would you rather have? And this is probably a good one for you since you were an uh, entrepreneur. Uh, which one would you rather have, love or money? Oh, that's love or money? Mm-hmm. And love is that real love, that unconditional, not you know, that love, like love, God's love. <laughs> or, or all the money in the world, you know? Uh, I definitely take love. I definitely take love over money. Money go away. Like, I mean, yeah. it's, it's like, you know, at the end of the day, 
It ain't about material things. That's the only reason you need money for. Right, right, right. So love definitely can, love. Love can get you in places that money can't too. So, uh, would you rather have too much sleep or very little sleep? Probably very little sleep. It sounds like how you be grinding. Like out too there. much sleep, I I can't stay in my bed a long time. Like I be mean, like I gotta go. <laughs> I, Cause I believe that we 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 gonna do that later when we leave. So mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah. So two little sleep when you die. I get you. I get you. Yeah. Uh, my favorite one because it's a wild one. Which one would you rather have, a unicorn or a dragon? A dragon. Everybody look at unicorn like it's something weird. Like he got. Like man, I ain't knocking it, but it just seems yeah. like a dragon has more power or something. Well, a dragon can just fly, fly and breathe fire. A unicorn is magical. It probably can fly, breathe fire, turn, like get you gifts, wishes. It's like a, a genie, you know? That's how I look at a unicorn. Like it's just a magical creature. A you're dragon, right, you're you know, right. Yeah. You're right. But you pick dragons, so you got to keep it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Would you, would you rather have old or new? Old or new what? Like anything, like would you rather have something that you've been having for years that you cherish, or would you rather get the new stuff all the time? You know, like I'd rather have my favorite toy that I've been having forever, or I'd rather get new toys. Not necessarily toys. I would but, say you know, new. You would rather have something new than old. I mean, because old eventually get boring. I mean, it, it depends. You got some people that have been holding on to things forever. That's like a sacred shrine or monument to them. You know. But so. the thing is, if you holding on to it, like I don't, I don't hold on to the past. Okay. So, okay. I mean, the future is new. It's something that we don't know. So it's exciting. Right. So new is exciting. Yeah. So, yeah. Okay. Some people don't like surprises, though. So, the, <laughs> <laughs> you know, so uh, music festival or art festival? Music. Okay. Okay. Onion rings or french fries? Onion rings. Okay. Okay. Uh, I'm going to throw this new one in for you. Sole proprietor or LLC? LLC. Okay, yeah, I'm LSC on the two, so definitely LSC. I got a few more. Um, pirates or ninjas? Oh my gosh! <laughs> Everybody pirates. Know. pirates. Pirates. Okay, you you sure? Like yeah. Okay. Pirates. And then this this the last one I usually ask: Would you rather have a yacht or a jet ski? Ooh. A yacht for me. A yacht? Okay, yeah. okay, okay, a yacht. Well, that's my uh, this or that questions. We got a few more minutes, man. Any kind of shout outs to anybody you want to say hi to, bye to? Any other last words you want to get off before we do go? Awesome. Well, I just want to definitely shout out my clients um, who are upcoming coaches, uh, upcoming entrepreneurs, those that are entrepreneurs and coaches. And also shout outs to you. Um, shout outs uh, to my children, my husband, my family, and success upon everybody. Uh, definitely, man. Definitely successful on everybody. Is there a way that people can contact you if they, hey, listen to this, like, hey, I might want to call her and see if I try to get into some coaching or, or you know, trying to get into, get some advice from you in any way that they can reach out to you? Yeah. On social media platforms, Tamara L. Bell, T-I-M-E-R-A. L Bell, and then our website is increaseglobal.net. That's what's up, Miss Bell. Hey, well, I do thank you so much for allowing me your time to come on the uh, episode of this and that podcast. Uh, you've been a great guest, great conversation, good information, and uh, maybe we could do it again sometime, you know? Awesome. Thank you. 
No, thank you. Hey, everybody, thank y'all again for tuning in to another episode of This or That Podcast. As we always say, keep God first, man. Stay safe and blessed out there. And we're going to get to y'all next week. See y'all later. Stay safe.